Nonkululeko Mandula on SAFM. Service delivery watch on the morning bliss. Well, uh, it's uh, time for us to look at uh, service delivery. Watch the time is uh, 5.31. So I know you, you're relaxed and you're enjoying yourself and you're enjoying this great content. This morning we are talking about something very important. And I think we touched on it with our um, uh, previous guest, Dr. Um, uh, Gareth Bennyworth, talking about reconciliation. Well, those who are at the helm of reconciliation in our country are joining us to have this conversation. The outcomes of the reflective meeting between social cohesion advocates and the Department of Sports, Arts and Culture is what we're going to look at. And then the highlights um, that um, the National Commemorative Days, such as as the National Day of Reconciliation and the 30 years of democracy and liberation in 2024 are going to be our focus. I'm going to firstly welcome Dr. Balungi Lezondi, who is uh, the Department of Sports, Arts and Culture's Social Cohesion Spokesperson. Thank you very much for joining us, Dr. Zondi. Good morning. Good morning, Mrs. Mantula, and the, and the listeners at home and the panelists, if you do have them online. Good morning, South Africans. Good morning. You are also joined by the chairperson, a newly elected chairperson of the Department of Sports, Arts and Culture for the Social Cohesion, uh, chairperson Raz Advocate Sipo Mandula. Good morning, Baba Mandula. Refreshing morning, Mama Mandula and your listeners. And uh, as we celebrate this Reconciliation Month, let us also remember our duties. A very important debate, as we have said, uh, coming out of the barometer of yesterday that talks about reconciliation 20 years later but as you said we are here to pave the way and to give clarity on why are these national days very critical for our young people for our communities and our listeners to understand even this project of social cohesion and nation building asante san Dr. Zondi, we're going to start with you. Um, there was a meeting, um, a reflective meeting between the Department of Sports, Arts and Culture and the Social Cohesion Advocates Group, um, where the Deputy Minister of DSAC spoke and really gave encouragement. Please tell us about um, the outcomes of this particular meeting. Oh, thank you so much. Good morning once again, Tess. Um, one could say that um, there was... Um, a very important meeting to have, particularly that, uh, because um, there has been a transition that South Africans are aware of. We were once led by the administration of uh, the former minister, Wabunati Petra, Indian, who had his, his own vision and understanding of what social cohesion is all about. And we have been having um, ad hoc meetings with, with the current minister. But the importance of the Friday of the of the of the of the meeting that we had on the first was actually to reflect because it is important to reflect um, where we come from and what has been done. But on the main, uh, we celebrated the appointment of the chair and 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 um, the deputy of the chair who is advocate Sipomantula. Because after um, when 
when the, the former chair, Yusuf um, Abraham, I think, yes, had be, resigned, we were left without that critical post. So for us, that is what we took away. One, in part, that we had to reflect and, and agree and disagree on, on, on what has transpired in the programage from the, the, the launch of the program, which is the Cape Town, I think, in 2012. But what we took home celebrating is that um, a very critical um, advocate who has been with the program from its inception, as I would say, uh, Advocate Montula and Ms. Uh, Amanda, we were, were then brought into the committee for us to have a, a fully functioning structure that is going to move the program forward Dr. in the remaining few days. Dr. Zondi, I'd like you to take us through the core mandate of the Social Cohesion Advocates Group within DSEC because, you know, we know that DSEC has so many facets um, in, in the, the work that they do in terms of sports, arts, culture, but the Social Cohesion Advocates have something very specific they need to, to deliver as a mandate. Okay. Um, I don't know how much time we have, but I will try to... Oh, you've got time, sister. You've got time. <laughs> Educate us. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thank you so much for this important question because um, it will actually help um, South Africans to understand that it, it is not only some a, 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 an initiative or a task that only rests on our shoulders, but it is um, a task that we should be carrying as South Africans because when we talk about social cohesion, we are talking about something which is the foundation of, of democracy that we, we yearn to, to, to realize. And it is a fabric that, or a blanket that we should all uh, be putting on when, um, when, when we are feeling cold, or it is an umbrella that we should all be, you know, <laughs> using when, when, when it's raining. So that is, that is how I always conceptualize. But let me just uh, come back to the question. So um, the core of what is expected is that we should be providing a dialogue, um, creating a dialogic uh, platform to discuss issues around social cohesion and nation building in South Africa. That is one of the things that we are expected um, to execute. And we have to promote um, inclusion and interracial, as well as intercultural interactions ac across different um, social spaces. We are also having a responsibility which says we needed to advance constitutional democracy, human rights, and equality in our, in our communities. We are also expected um, to initiate um, and accelerate the promotion of non-racism, non-sexism, and human solidarity in South Africa, or in Africa as a whole. We are also expected to build unity among South Africans in the region, in the continent, internationally, in the international community. And also, we can also do that um, on specific international uh, commemorative days or in any particular day. But in the recent meeting that I had, uh, a bilateral that I had with Advocate Montula, was saying all these things have to be not only on specific days, but they have to be 365, if not a 366, a commitment. It must not be done as and when. But it is not to say advocates have not been doing, but the emphasis is that we should not only be focusing on these things on particular, on specific days. So moving forward, we are also um, given the responsibility 
to assist in promoting and supporting individuals and communities to heal uh, due to past um, incidences that um, continue to haunt us as Africans. Uh, we know that we come from the the, the, the era of colonial colonization, the era of, um, of apartheid, and now we are in the democratic dispensation that has not really um, killed South Africa in as much as um, many South Africans South Africans had anticipated. We also expected to advocate for the rights of the vulnerability of the vulnerable people, namely the poor uh, black rural, uh, people, black rural women, including including other races. Let me also put it that way, so that I do not sound as if I am I am you know pushing others forward while leaving others forward. However, we also need to be focusing on people with disabilities, um, and and we have seen uh, advocates in the in the previous month, and they've been um, actually on the ground, um, and making sure that they create public spaces where they engage with people with disabilities, and that also includes people with um, uh, with albinism. Um, and 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 and, all, and many people that um, are affected by extreme poverty, including the the, the LGBTQI uh, community. Dr. Zondi, that is a big task for the social cohesion advocates. Um, it, it, it's a huge task, but it's one that is required in South Africa. I want to come to you, Raz Advocate Sipo Mantula. Congratulations on the appointment as the chairperson um, of the social cohesion advocates. Uh, what does this mean for you in your career? Because we know you're an analyst. We hear you on uh, sunrise every morning giving us uh, Africa update. We we see you on the news. We know the work you do with the Tabombeki uh, School uh, for UNISA. And and this particular appointment, what does it mean for you? Asante San, and thank you for those words of uh, of uh, commending our work. I think for some of us, it has been long overdue as a community activists, as people who are saving our uh, country, our continent. And uh, having worked with many great minds, like uh, the former uh, Justice Yvonne Mokoro, having worked with the late advocate George Bezos, and many more in the space uh, of social cohesion since 2012 to 2014, as I I always said, we were the second generation. What it means, it is also to say one has to serve, one has to suffer, one has to sacrifice. As you said, we have a broader mandate, but this broader mandate for some of us, we are bringing that um, knowledge, that lived uh, experience from the spaces of higher learning. We are bringing the spaces of our community activism within the Rastafari community, within the Pan-African community, and also within the media space. How do we use the power of radio, the power of TV, to can uh, relearn and unlearn from the past? as we are living in the present and moving towards the future. So this uh, appointment also is to strengthen the collective leadership that we have been having since 2012. And this, for some of us, it was just a moment task and a calling to serve this country once more. I'm coming back to you, uh, Dr. Zondi. Dr. Zondi, you've outlined your mandate. Mm. And I said it's a mammoth task. And mm-hmm. they say uh, it takes one bite to finish up an elephant. Go to South Africa. South Africa has been marred by so many things that have 
caused us to separate, right? Mm. Um, whether it be our languages um, or it is the way we lived, segregation of 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 our spatial planning. Um, we've just heard of the black concentration camps in the 1900s that are part of our history that is unspoken of, and reconciliation is needed there. We we look at our communities. Not so long ago in Guazulu Natal, the, the the community of Phoenix and the community of Guamashu were at loggerheads. You know, yes. uh, we see on social media uh, how racial tensions happen. How, what, what elements of the social cohesion group are incorporating sports, arts and culture to bring us together as South Africans? Not only to have fun, but bring us together to speak and speak about the things that hurt us so that we can heal the wounds and maybe live with the scars, but healed wounds. Mm, mm. You know, this is very um, a very important question, and um, it will be easy to to ask to, to to respond to your question because we've got um, advocates that that love South Africa, that love Africa, that yearn for an Africa in South Africa that is safe, um, um, that has also healed from the injustices of the past and the injustices that we we we, we keep on seeing. So um, when we, we they always come up with exciting, exciting uh, programs, um, which which are part of an implementation plan. You know, they do not just wake up and and scratch their heads and say that this is how we are going. So they are relevant in what they do, and the work gets um, um, spaced up in the in the in the in the in, in, in the whole year. So you will you will see um, advocates. Um, working with communities um, in the first quarter of the financial year of the department or even outside um, the final year scope of the department because one of the core mandates which I may have forgot to list is to make sure that um, we, 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 we include, you know, other stakeholders um, and that, that would also be seen relevant in the, in, in the work that we do. And we also uh, make sure that we assist in, in building the moral regeneration and ethical behavior of South Africans. So that is what then we, 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 we try to customize in the work that we do. Um, so you will find advocates um, coming up with projects um, that, that, that are, 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 are educating South Africans about what is social cohesion, you know? And when they go there, they do not just go there with theory to say we are going to tell um, or educate them what what South Africans what is social cohesion, but they also get to listen from South African to the extent to which they conceptualize is a social cohesion, and then they fix you know um, in case uh, the concept the conceptualization does not realize to um, a tangible because we are talking about something that is tangible now. It's been an, a, a, a time where South Africans will be talking about. Um, things that are not tangible gains. So now we are talking about, can you touch social cohesion? Because other scholars would even say that have critiqued social cohesion to say it is elusive. So then we were saying, no, it is not elusive. It's something that you can see on daily basis. It's something that you can touch. It's something that also can be inherited by our, um, uh, our, 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 our kids. It's something that can be sustainable, provided that you immerse yourself in it. So you will you will see um, then coming back to the question you will see um, social cohesion um, 
discussing issues of of of, of social uh, social injustices um exclusions and and even you know they would even um, visit um areas that have had you know tensions like we have seen them you know um at the at trying to resolve the phoenix a problem during um, the unrest. So you will see them, you know, leading, even or assisting, working collaboratively with other stakeholders, or them being found on site. So that is them loving and trying to respond to to the to the issues that are that are separating South Africans. You will also see them, um, you know, committing themselves in in, in talking about in discussing uh, gender-based violence. You would also. Um, uh, uh, see them um, conducting interfaith um, actions. You would also see them promoting um, music and any genre of music, including the Rastafarian music, so that South Africans will be will be joined together. You'll be seeing you'll be seeing them um, bringing uh, celebrating the Africa Month, uh, teaching um, South Africans um, the importance of 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 of, of the African. Um, African songs, you know, that are uniting South Africa so that we then respond to issues of xenophobia that have also been um, affecting us. Um, some of their, you know, even their things would really tell you that these these, these advocates are really trying because um, they will be saying building bridges, uniting communities, embracing diversity, you know. So in those in, the, in those uh, public spaces, they will make sure that there is a racial representation of of people, so that people would even t- you know start to be comfortable in seeing each other, not only through the pigmentation of the skin, because racism taught us that you can only see and visualize see a person through the skin color. So so Africa, our, our advocates are going beyond that to say. Uh, we need to accept each other and, and, and celebrate diversity. So you must not be seen uh, relating to 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 someone just because uh, the person sort of like um, shares the same identity. But for the fact that the person is in Africa, that person enjoys equal rights as you are. So so those are some of the. There mm, are many, it's a lot of work. You know, it's a, it's yeah. a lot of work that you are doing, Doctor um, Zondi. Yeah, no, no, I understand that. But you say the, the social uh, cohesion advocates are trying. I don't think they're yeah. trying. I think they're actually making an indemnable mark in our society. I'll come to um, the chairperson, Raz Advocate Mandula. Now, yeah. in terms of the communities within our society that are marginalized, um, yeah. how and this is for Raz Advocate Mandula, um, okay. how, how are you ensuring that other departments are working hand-in-hand in in the efforts that you are putting together as social cohesion advocates in DSEC. What I mean here is, I remember here on the show on Service Delivery Watch, we had um, a a lady from the Rastafari community who was abused, allegedly. Um, Her house was broken into, her things broken, her children were beaten up because it was alleged that she's selling marijuana when she was not. And till today, we cannot get um, the, 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 the community wardens or the mapanyas, as they call them, to come and account for their action. So I feel this was marginalization of a, a small population group in South Africa instead of putting them together. So how are you ensuring that Department A knows what your department is doing and is able to sync things together? 
you know, uh, President what we do, the intergovernmental department of understanding, as my colleague said earlier, is not the mandate of the DSEC alone. It's a broader mandate of the government uh, ministries, departments, provincial, local government. But in our meetings, we always had what we call the Ministry of Performance and Monitoring and Evaluation to look at the current challenges. And as we have said, social injustices also have been one of the core functions that we have to deal with. Hence, as social question, we set up one of the task teams that we're saying is a rapid response team. Whenever there are uh, pockets of Afrophobia, pockets of violence amongst communities, we will intervene. But we find that within the organs of the state, within the chapter nines, there is this lack of knowledge of understanding. What is this cohesive nation? What is this healing nation that we are searching for since 1994? So it has been a challenge. And we think that as one of our mottos of social cohesion, we say we have to start, act, and inspire. So we are always trying by all means to bring all government ministries. As when you work with GBV, you will think of social development, the women ministry. Uh, when you spoke about earlier the, the aspect of what are the uh, principles, with one will assume that our foreign policy on Ubuntu, it's still also cut within the social question. How do we inspire and foster the spirit of humanity and Boto when our public servants are saving communities? The service delivered protests that we see in the country also have become one of the key issues also that even the barometer of yesterday have shown that people have lost confidence in the state institution, in the judicial. So our mama's task also is to say, how do you bring both parties together in a one room? So we are playing that role of a bridge, a role of mediation, so that our communities can be heard. Because in some instance, we want to talk over our community and we don't want to give them that listening voice. And I think that's where it is important for us to always move away from politicizing national campaigns like of this nature and make them to be community owned. And as we have said, we still have challenges of human rights violations, but we have to bring closer your chapter nine institution. We have to bring closer security cluster because it is important on these days, on this month, when you are talking about the unity of the country, the uh, cohesion of the country using active citizenship. I think one of the aspects that also we fail to do is how do we encourage our communities to hold uh, our leaders and government institutions to account. I think we've been failing to do that. And also our people not attending some of our community dialogues, some of our community hearings or community meetings. That's where I think our people will be able to hold government accountable, but at the same time also build a better South Africa and a better Africa. And that's where one will assume that our role doesn't end only on if events. Our role also comes with the soft power, as we're alluding, the power of sports, the power of arts and culture and music uh, in terms of healing our nation. And in our group, we have uh, your legends like the former um, uh, player of Orlando Paris, Parson Banda, who will use the power of sports among young girl child, among young men, to play soccer, to, to connect using the power of, of, of sports. So that's how you will see that even those challenges that we have alluded earlier, it is that as a social question, we always give even uh, recommendations uh, whenever we do events, uh, we do what we call a monitoring. How are we doing it? But I think we are still struggling to get into our even traditional leaders. How do we bring our kings and queens 
to be part of this noble project? How do we bring even the media to be a supportive tool for us to spread this message of unity and as well as message of social cohesion? Now, there's a commemorative uh, day celebrations happening in Limpopo. Please tell us about it, uh, Raz Advocate Mandula, and what your role is going to be there as uh, DSEC's uh, social cohesion advocates. Important community dialogue that we are here to listen to the community of Venda of Tulamela district in Vembe, uh, Toyando. The dialogue is all about to look at active citizenship, social cohesion, as well as what are the are the gains and the loss of reconciliation from 1994 uh, towards 2024. It will be in the afternoon, four o'clock, Tulamela Auditorium uh, uh, Center. And at the same time, my role will be just to facilitate. Uh, we have invited academics from University of Venda. We have in, invited our poet from Holika Nikabelo Gaddafi. We have invited our cultural uh, musicians also to be part of this session. We have invited our leaders in the local government to be part of this community dialogue, just to, to do what I will call an assessment a barometer that our people, are, are they fatigued with dialogue? Are they tired of talk? Uh, how do people navigate towards 2024, as we have alluded that uh, 2024 will be like 1994 in terms of our assessment of where we come from, where we are and where we are heading. So this community dialogue, it is important also that we will normally come up with a report and say, how do we follow up on what communities have raised? And that becomes the duty of the local government, provincial government. So our community dialogue is uh, leading towards the tomorrow's day, which will also be held at Toyando Stadium uh, under the theme strengthening unity and social cohesion in a healing nation. And that's where you find the head of state, uh, our minister of uh, sports, arts and culture, leading that uh, national commemoration with messages of support, messages of healing, and to reflect. And hence, I said, it is important that also this day, it marks 10 years uh, since the passing of the founding father of the country, Nelson Holisata Mandela. So it also embraces us that when we meet tomorrow, we know that it is an important day. It was the Battle of Engome. It was also known as uh, the day where the Umkonto Wesizo was formed. It's a more of a liberation day also tomorrow when we think. Uh, and, and at the same time, we use this opportunity of community dialogue and the national commemorative days to bring all races, to bring the young people, because I think one of our, our challenges has been how do we draw the young people to understand the history of this country, to also forge a plan for this country, because the future belongs to the young people of today. It's not only the future, but even the present it belongs to the young people of this country. So we use uh, this power of uh, community dialogue. We use this power of community activation, of using music, using poetry to inspire the young people. So this is an important community dialogue. Also, like I said, will be led by the National Commemoration Day tomorrow, which it will be all in SABC platforms to share with the people. As you know, um, uh, the SABC has been rated as one of the institutions trusted by the public. So we need to use the power of the public broadcaster to can share this message of social cohesion, nation building, 
beyond the 16th and beyond 2023. Thank you so very much, uh, Chairperson of Social Cohesion uh, Advocates under the Department of Sports, Arts and Culture, uh, Raz Advocate Sipo Mantula, and thank you, uh, DSEC Social Cohesion Spokesperson, Dr. Balungi Le Zondi. We really thank you very much for uh, joining us and giving us all this information. It's time for us uh, to uh, head on home. Three hours of great music and great content is going to be followed by the news. Luanda Mamuma is giving you that. And straight after that, John Gerica, John Vuligate is giving you sunrise um, for the next couple of weeks. So holiday edition there as well. May goodness and grace lead you to the great heights of success.